your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, and joining me today on our News 9 feed is Stone Cold Steve Austin himself. Oh, no, he's just wearing the shirt and the belt uh, purposely because we're, we're angry. So <laughs> <laughs> we're not too happy. Uh, so I had Kyle Sullivan, you know him, you love him, Shaggy Von Doom. Uh, is joining me because we have some things to discuss and get off our chest. And we will do that uh, pretty much for the duration of this episode. Uh, but first things first, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche, on Instagram, Lockdown Avalanche, and send questions, comments, concerns, and definitely your opinions to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. So, uh, yeah, Kyle, uh, you know, started the day where we got the the word that the Nazem Kadri uh, suspension is being upheld. And I figured that would be the lead for this episode. Uh, but no, that we will get to that a little bit later. And I'm sure somewhere on between. Uh, but we got word that Ryan Reeves is suspended for his shenanigans with Ryan Graves for a grand total of what does the scoreboard say? Like my jerseys, by the way, uh, <laughs> two games, two games on what he did, which was cowardly. It was disgusting. It was disgraceful. <clears throat> and the NHL seemed to say it's worthy of a two game suspension. Yes, we will get into, you know, bringing up the Nazem Kadri uh, suspension and comparing it to that. And, and who knows where else we'll, we'll talk and discuss because, I mean, our, we have a flight of ideas and our minds are going all over the place. And how is this possible? And what is the NHL doing? <clears throat> what is wrong with George Peros? Like, so much to get to. Uh, but my reaction when I first got notifications on my phone was you have got to be kidding me. Like I, I didn't think it was a joke. I'm not, you're not saying it wasn't one of those things where like, Oh, this must be a joke. Oh no. I know it was very real and it's not, I hate to say it. It's kind of not surprising. This is the way the NHL is going. It's a roll of the dice on what they, it's whatever they feel like doing for the day on what your suspension, if any is going to be. I'll throw it over to you and let you kind of uh, rant and rave, and we'll just keep talking about this because I can't figure out how the NHL does what they do when it comes to suspensions. What was your thought? Um, <clears throat> this goes back to, well, the game that we had Vegas game one. It was... I was extremely nervous about that game. Usually I'm like tweeting along with the game and whatever. That game, I was extremely nervous. And uh, once it got kind of out of hand, um, Vegas resorted to Vegas style, the grunts, the goon, 
and they didn't just cross check Grubauer in the head. The um, ripping of hair out of Ryan Graves and literally just kneeing his face into yeah, the man. ice. The one tweet I did tweet in the game, well, Minnesota Wild is off the hook. Vegas is now my crosshairs. <laughs> like, yeah. I, th- there's no need for this. And that you're being absolutely walked out of the building and you can't go out with just a, a shred of class. So... It's ironic that on the day they say, well, Nas, what you did against St. Louis, you keep that super ridiculous eight games. Um, Tom Wilson, you're still fine. Um, we're going to give Ryan Reeves the exact same number we gave to Gothis Bear and Jacob McDonald. Uh. History, yeah, it's a relative term. Tom Wilson, sure, whatever. Nas, yeah. eight games. It's absolutely laughable. And we've talked about it all year. It's the narrative that has overlapped every game that has gone on in the playoffs so far is the inability of the Department of Player Safety to actually make a statement and make the correct judgment on anything. And yeah. we could point fingers at Peros because he's dealing these wow. down and Bettman's holding it up. Right. And we'll get to him a little bit later specifically, but you know, you mentioned the pulling out the hair. Uh, that alone is two games because Ryan Graves is some luscious locks and oh, yeah. you know, you're pulling on some uh, Elvis style hair right there, my man. So uh, that's, that's warrant of suspension just based on the do. Uh, but if you go watch the video, if you watch the n- not the video of the uh, of the uh, what what Reeves was doing to him, the Department of Player Safety video, the videos that they always release uh, upon a suspension or lack thereof or a fine, and they they walk you through everything that happened. And go watch it; you've seen it. But if you yep. haven't watched it, go watch it and watch the voiceover explain everything that's happened, basically frame by frame. And you're like, okay, like, yes, he's he he threw a, a fist to Grubauer's head. He's throwing fists to the back of Graves' head. He throws Graves down. He puts his weight on Graves' head. He rips his helmet off. You're agreeing with everything that they're saying in this video, and then they wrap it up by saying two-game suspension. And you're like, my head wanted to explode. It literally, I'm like, how do you explain all of that stuff in detail? All of that is like, oh my God, if you didn't really watch hockey and you watch that, you'd be like, oh my God, they're going to suspend this guy for a year. You literally would say that. In the explanation video, they threw in just, it was a quick throwaway line. But they said this hit is in retaliation for the hit on yeah. Matthias Yanmark in the first period. Right. And I was like, so what? Like, but they, they, they're using that as are, are they trying to kind of justify his act? No. First of all, that's not how it works. You don't, you can't justify what happened in the first period. They went after him. Yeah. They were going after him all game long. And guess what? Ryan Graves got his punishment for that hit. It was a penalty because that's all that hit was, was a penalty. Yep. You can argue if it should have been a double minor, but if if that's what we're arguing, if it's a minor and double minor, we're arguing about two minutes. Yeah. And now we're arguing about two games, which is crazy. 
like and 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 we and again we can sit here and argue the the graves hit it wasn't i don't want to start anything up with that like it it was it a a, a nasty hit i've seen worse uh, it, it's as much on Graves as it is Yanmark to watch where he's going, watch who's in front of him. He had no clue Graves was there. Could Graves have pulled up a, a little bit? Yeah, probably, but they're not going. Why are they not going after the Graves for that hit? Because that's not a suspendable hit. Yeah, he, It's a, it's a penalized hit, which is exactly what happened. And that happened in the first period and they were going after Graves all game long. And then with 10 minutes left in the game or 11 minutes in, left in the game, Ryan Reeves does this nonsense and they want to say it's in retaliation for what happened in the first period. That's garbage. And it's one thing to say it's retaliation for something that happened in the first period, but the officials went in there to try and break them up and Reeves went back for seconds and thirds Oh yeah, with the officials pulling them off. He's disregarding the officials and initially in the game, they use the terminology with intent to injure we wake up today and the NHL and the revisionist history is taking that all away. It's a dinner. There is no intent to injure in the uh, game log. They're trying to rewrite history. Like that blew me away. Be- and that's a huge difference because it is it. That's the difference of directly going to the commissioner or not. Yeah. And it didn't. And where did it go? It went to George Peros, who we are finding out. Uh, might be buddy buddy with Ryan Reeves for a particular reason, uh, which we'll get to in a second. So we're going to hear from our sponsors for the day. First up is Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio, and Wealthfront can create an and can create that portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted by over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash NHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow the wealth, the grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free, go to Wealthfront.com slash NHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T.com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. That's wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. Uh, also brought to you by rockauto.com. It's the family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about a section so they know that we sent you to them? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. All right, so 
it's funny because I was thinking like what the avalanche should do is just take that New York Rangers letter uh, and just change the logo <laughs> to the avalanche logo and change wherever it says New York to Colorado uh, and just resend it <laughs> hit resend because if every everything in that letter is so ringing true again to me today. Yeah. I don't think this man is possible or is, I don't think he possibly can do his job any worse. And I, I sent you a tweet and I don't remember who put it up and I apologize for not giving them credit, but you maybe have seen it. Um, apparently George Paris is, is part owner of the violent gentleman brand, which is pretty popular. And it's, you know, they sell paraphernalia and t-shirts and whatever. Um, apparently he is part owner of that, which I know of the brand, but I don't own anything by them. And I didn't really dig deep into who owns them, but he does. And a, a person in hockey who pushes them pretty heavily Ryan Reeves. Funny how that works. I, uh, I like a good conspiracy theory <laughs> every <laughs> once in a while. Uh, why not throw it out there? Because because what else explanation is there? What what, what there, there is no other explanation as to, to how you just give this man two games. Like you said, uh, he's got a history and he has a recent history. And you know, if you're going off of that, why did Nazem Kadri get eight games? Because Nazem Kadri hasn't done anything in 18 months. And again, we're not sitting here. Nazem Kadri should got off scot-free. I think every single Avalanche play, uh, fan that you talk to agrees Kadri should have got suspension. Uh, but you you based your eight games of Kadri off of his past, not his 18 months prior. So you did eight games on that, but you're two, doing two games for someone who's had recent run-ins. Uh, could it be because they're they're pals and they have a business agreement somehow? And for anybody who remembers Peros, he was not a clean hockey player. He was a goon, yeah. much like Ryan Reeves. Um, he... Could there be conspiracy? Could this be um, his way of keeping hockey violent again? To quote their apparel, um, make hockey. You know, it, they have they they literally sell hats that are make hockey violent again. Like that's their mo. And then you are the Department of Player Safety. Like the two don't mix, mm-hmm. and it's not out of the realm of. Um, possibility to connect the two like how Peros runs things and how he wants things um he's just he's not what you would want heading up your safety division is what i'm trying to yeah that's exactly right like this is a guy who's okay with uh the violent aspect of the game and i get that there's people that are out there that are like that They, they like the physicality of the game I like the physicality of the game when it's done the right way. Yeah. Not like what stuff that Tom Wilson's doing, not like the stuff that Reeves is doing. I don't that stuff is is no, that that's not it. 
And and when you have a guy who has 1092 penalty minutes in 474 games played and I did the math that's 2.3 penalty minutes a game. So he's taken a penalty every single game of his career. Over a penalty every single game of his career. And you have in 2004-2005 with the Manchester Monarchs 247 penalty minutes and then I'll just go through them in the in the pros 138 102 183 135 136 171 and this is the guy you have in charge to make sure players are safe that doesn't add up it, it, it it's you throw your hands up and it, it, it's almost like a reality television show like you don't have Nathan McKinnon be a goalie coach. Just because you're in the game doesn't mean you should be able – you're good at the game doesn't mean you should control every aspect. Just because you uh, know how to create penalties doesn't mean you should hand out penalties for um, suspensions. Um, it's it's almost like um, a hardened criminal becoming president. You don't – just because you know doesn't mean mm. you should be in charge um peros i mean he's a just a he's always been a thug and that's just his what he does and if this is his way of taking care of his friends like you mentioned revo he's got a more recent history than kadri um Mm -hmm. i'm interested to see what if he would even get a suspension if his last suspension was the same time as kadri if it wasn't september of 2020 when his last suspension was would he even get anything if it wasn't so recent? Like, it just doesn't make sense. You're getting, you're saying history is playing a part in two games, but McDonald and Gothis Bear got the same amount with no history. So, right. so you're saying if Ryan Reeves had no history at all, this would be a non issue? Ripping hair out and like pushing his face into the ice with your knee is okay? Is that what you're trying to tell us? And why is it such a big, like, why did he get. The the cadre one, why is that so far in the other direction? You know what I mean? Like that one, that that's a you're looking at that one, that's a pretty hefty suspension based on everything else, based on all of the other ones that you're handing out. That's a hefty suspension. Why is that one with even including his background so far away from all of the other decisions that you're making? You know, if and- if, if they get I, 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 and I've said it many times on the show, like I was expecting Kadri to have five or six, like yeah. I was expecting that. And I think that would have been warranted, but two for someone that just had a run in not that long ago, um, and should have been looked at for his hit, uh, against, uh, who was it on, on, on Minnesota Suter. Oh yeah. Yeah. Almost, yeah, yeah. almost checked him right into the goalpost. So like this is like this is how he plays, and again, there's a there's a place for it in sports, but when you do things like that, it's not. So I don't get the the wide like chasm of two games for someone who's done it repeatedly recently, and eight games for a guy since since he came to Colorado, he's been on pretty good behavior. I I don't get it. I don't and, get it. And and we're talking about two of the three big three in the NHL. Tom Wilson, Ryan Reeves, Evander Kane would be the third of your quote-unquote tough guy, your goon that's still in the league right now. 
Kadri's always been on that outside. Like everybody knows he plays dirty, but he doesn't resort to the goonery that Wilson and Reeves and Kane right. resort to. Exactly. And why does Kadri get exponentially more games when two of the three get significant less on their suspension? Mm-hmm. Like it makes no sense. Like any pitcher after the uh, Houston Astros went through their cheating scandal, any pitcher that threw at a Houston Astro was ejected because you knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, why is Tom Wilson and Ryan Reeves not being handled the same way? You know, this is what they do. And if it's coming across your desk, Oh, this is a Tom Wilson thing. Why is it not handled with that same um, level of importance? And Kadri held to a different level. I just don't understand the logic. Makes sense. That. And it's, it's almost like if you're not a goon, or a superstar, uh, you're going to get suspended because yeah. e- you can even look at the Connor McDavid hit, the the uh, elbow he threw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was who was that? Uh, I can't pronounce his last name all the time. Coach Kenyemi. Oh, Coach Kenyemi. Coach Kenyemi. Yeah, like I love the guy's last name because I can never yeah. pronounce it. Uh, that was vicious. Yeah. That was vicious. Yeah. And he got nothing for, well, he got a $5,000, which, you know, is changing his couch cushions to him. Um, it, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're not a goon and not a superstar, Kadri fits into that description of those. Those are two things he's not. Uh, he's not a goon. He plays very hard and, and he'll, he'll go after you. So I think those are the guys that they want to uh, come down on. And it's unfortunate for friend. Go ahead. I'm, I'm curious if, rewind a year if this was Mm -hmm. uh nikita zadorov laying this exact same hit that Mm -hmm. nazim kadri did what would be the outcome because kadri kind of in that realm of guys that play a very physical game and you know can, can do some dumb things on occasion but but he's known for that like like yeah you're right you're right big z that was his that was his thing he would do the little the extra check or finish it up or get physical. If he laid that same hit with, I mean, cause going into that hit suspensions in the department of player safety was a buzz topic. And mm-hmm. Kadri was also swept up into that. I wonder if Zadorov would have also mm. got eight games or what he would have been. Right. Good point. Maybe all of it boils down. Cause you, you just, you know, when we were looking up Paris's uh, career stats, uh, we unearthed that he played two games for the Colorado Avalanche in 2006, 2007. And why, why did he where he went to Anaheim after that, which is where he spent the majority of his career. Did they trade him to Anaheim? Was he released from Colorado? What was the reason why he's no, he, I think he was part of a trade. I think Los Angeles let him go on waivers. Colorado picked him up and, uh, right. ended up trading him. Yeah. So he played two games for Colorado. It, Hey, let, let's keep the conspiracy theories going. Maybe he's uh, bitter that he only played two games for the Avalanche before they dumped him. Yeah, and then Pro- spent the rest Pro- of his life wrong. in Anaheim. Hey, yeah, pro- prove me wrong. <laughs> protecting it, protecting his friends, and getting rid of his enemies. It's not absolutely not outside absolutely. the realm of possibility. All right. Well, uh, where do we go from here? We're going to talk about that after we hear from Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet in all of your sports action. You got baseball season in full swing. Our hockey is in the playoffs. So is the NBA. Uh, you can even bet on UFC and MMA. Get all the latest news, odds, and info. 
for all your sporting needs. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the games as teams prep and make their runs in the playoffs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. And when you do, you receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. So I guess this, if there's any positive to be had about a two-game suspension, and I, and I use that term tongue-in-cheek and very loosely, um, it's the fact that the Avalanche will see Ryan Reeves again and they can you know do what they want to do when he comes back. You don't want them to do anything stupid and get you know a suspension because the Avalanche seem to be getting eight-game suspensions uh, you know, for the littlest thing, well, not the littlest thing. I don't want to say that it was a big thing, uh, but <clears throat> they will get to see him again. And this is, this is the problem that the NHL is creating. You didn't do anything with Tom Wilson and the Rangers were like, fine, we'll take it into our own hands. You did little for Ryan Reeves. He will be able to return this series and because it's the playoffs, you don't think, you know, the Avalanche aren't going to do what the Rangers did. <clears throat> and, you know, everybody's fighting everybody in the first three minutes of the game. But that, I'm going to be interested in, well, he'll be back for game four, right? Yeah. That'll be an interesting game because the Avalanche, I can guarantee you, if, if you, if you heard what they were saying after the game is over, Gabe Landeskog wasn't happy. Uh, Bednar was not happy. So, is there going to be a little bit of throwdown in some playoff hockey? I, I think you see it. I think you might. And hopefully that's the end of it. But this is what the NHL is doing. They're, they're, they're making players take the things into their own hands. And maybe that's what Paris wants. Maybe he's like, police yourselves, because I'm not going to do it. This would be one of those situations. Game four, Ryan Reeves comes back. Avalanche up 3-0 in the series. The opportunity to sweep their way into the finals. <laughs> And uh, that'd be nice. Jacob McDonald gets a little tap on the shoulder and says he got two games as well. Sends him out there. Goonery See, ensues. But, another but, but if, another yeah. nine minute power play. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, but if McDonald go, if they send McDonald out there, now he's a repeat offender. And you know that that's what I'm saying when I said oh, yeah, the yeah. segment. You know, you know, kidding around that it was light, it wasn't light, but. This is this is what happens now. The Avalanche, uh, because they seem to be getting come down harder on on the Avalanche players. McDonald's a repeat offender, and he's got eight games guaranteed, guaranteed if he if he does something. That's what we got, Sample Ranta. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big boy, Sample. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I don't like where this is going. What would have been satisfactory for you? Let me ask you that question because we're not even really talking about that. We're just upset about the two games. What would you see have a, wanted? See what Kraken get here. Don't come Dunk. back for the playoffs. That's really? It. Intent to injure, if that's what the officials call on the ice, that's bad enough. Like, you don't need to be here. This is not intent to injure. That's the first time I've heard that out of any of these calls that we addressed tonight. Intent to injure, if that's what the rest are talking about on the ice, there's no place for it at all. Reeves, you have no business playing the rest of these playoffs. If that's what you're going to do with your history, you're done. Mm. Yeah, I mean, obviously that would be the most severe. Well, the most most severe would be you're not playing for the rest of your career. I'm not mean, going down that road. But th this point, would be, you know, 
at this point, a three-game suspension could be the same thing because if the Avalanche continue as they're doing, a two- or mm. three-game suspension would also be a playoff suspension. It would be. You're right, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think that that would be the most severe is, you know, your your season is done. Yeah. Your season is over. Uh, I, I never expected the NHL to do that. But again, based on what, you know, what we saw firsthand with them do with Kadri and knowing he this is his game, this is what he does, and knowing the seriousness, like we're, we're, we're kind of like just kind of glossing over the fact that he's got his knee on Graves' head against ice. You know what I mean? Like that's after, severe, man. After hitting Suter's head into the goalpost just two nights ago. Right. Like, he's going for the head and, multiple times. This is not new. He, he went for the head against him. He went for the head, and, and then he went twice for two two different heads on Grubauer and then Graves in a matter of five seconds. And the Graves one, you know, that wasn't going to cause him any serious injury, but he threw a you know a little shot in there to the back of his head. What else do you need? It's all right in front of you. It's on video. And these Vegas fans that just want to be like, oh, we support Ryan Reeves. Get out of here! Like you're, you're you're not supporting hockey. You're 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 a homer. Uh, even even their coach is towing the line of lunacy. Yeah. With his well, uh, his gloves didn't come off, and nobody got hurt. What are you watching, bro? Uh, and, and that's and your metric is his gloves didn't come off. So as long as gloves stay on, you you know no no harm no foul. I, I think Vegas fans had to have something to talk about, and the coach had to have something to talk about after game one. I guess that's where you go because literally wow. everything else you did was terrible. Vegas's defense was terrible. They left Robin oh, Leonard out there yeah. to dry. There was nothing positive you could say about your team. If you're going to get behind mm-hmm. Ryan Reeves, that's not the dumbest thing you can do, but it that's what you guys are choosing to do, and mm. you don't have him. So you guys are going to actually have to play hockey for the rest of the series. Yeah everything everything this adds up to for vegas just they they look they look stupid they 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 totally look stupid in every aspect of this thing and here's the other part of it is and we've been hearing it all year long the two things with the avalanche do they have the goaltending that's been checked yes and do they have the physicality and and i think people have a false narrative on that that the avalanche can't play physical they choose not to. They'd rather beat you with their skill and with their speed. But if they want to come after you, they will. And they will yeah. protect themselves and they'll protect their their players. And I think that was evident in the first period of the playoffs when Landeskog uh, unloaded on Braden Shen. Yeah. So they're not going to hold – you know what I mean? Like there's this misconception that the Avalanche are like this soft team, and that is not the case. They don't have guys that are going to go out to do what Ryan Reeves wants to do, but that doesn't mean they can't. I think at that weird perception of the Avalanche not being physical, I've heard that ever since we got rid of Cody McLeod. Ever since mm-hmm. we lost our guy that you tap on the shoulder, he goes out, and that's five minutes right. automatically. Ever since right. then, it was like, well, we lost Cody. We used him so many times for that that physical role. And when we lost that, everybody was like, well, we're not a physical team anymore. We can't handle no. ourselves." And like last year with everybody getting injured, everybody wanted to chalk that up to us, not being a physical team. 
And I've, I mean, I've admitted that we're like a, we're a Porsche, we're a, we're a high speed muscle car. Like, mm-hmm. but we choose not to play physical, but you see it. Like we've had so many guys that get called up and immediately start fighting. Landis mm-hmm. got taking up for everybody. Kadri taking up for the Brendan Lemieux hit last year. Mm-hmm. There's physical, oh, awesome. there's physical right. play all throughout this team. It's just not what we need to do. Right. They, they they go play hockey. Yeah. Imagine that, Vegas. Imagine that because you have some skilled players. Go play hockey. And if you want to mix it up because something happens and mix it up, but don't do that. If if you want to take issue with, with what Ryan Graves has hit, take issue with that. And you did, but you didn't let up. And yeah. that's where you become a laughing stock is, is when you do crap like that. And, you know, that that's where the avalanche are different because they're out there to play hockey and show you, you know, how fast they are, the skill that they have. They're not out there to as soon as they hit the ice, whose head can I take off? And you have guys on Vegas that do that exact same that that exact thing, which is a sad thing. And it's sad because they, they are a good team. But and you have these few guys that will ruin it for the entire team. And now right now, nobody likes you except your own fans, which, you know, their judgment is in question anyway. So. All three years of that team. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They, they, uh, whatever. All right. Well, uh, that's going to be it. So we have one more day. I do believe I am in the process of, uh, working with the, the host of locked on golden Knights, And I, I think we are going to do a crossover for tomorrow's episode. So stay tuned for that bad boy. Cause that'll be fun and interesting to see. You have some things uh, to answer gonna... for. <laughs> uh no he's he's I've, I've been talking to him and like he completely thinks that he should have been suspended but we haven't really talked much since the two games came down so i don't know if he thinks that's uh legit or it needs to be more so hmm. yeah well that, that'll be tomorrow probably we're 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 lining up our schedules so uh stay tuned for that so other than that, uh, that's going to be it for today. Kyle, always appreciated when you come on. I needed uh, I needed someone to share in the anger. Um, and you did. And you brought your stone cold belt. Is that was that the championship belt? I mean, you have your mm-hmm. wall of belts. So I wasn't sure I which do. one you took off of there. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, is the Attitude Era belt, the, the gold wing. <laughs> so... It, it suits. It's it's what we needed right now. We, we need some stone cold uh, beer chugging. Uh, so it's going to be violent a violent gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. If you're watching on the nine news stream or video on uh, YouTube or the website, thank you for watching on there. And we'll see what happens tomorrow. Things seem to be unfolding with the avalanche and the National Hockey League in general on a daily basis. And I am so sorry to the Toronto Maple Leafs fans. Oh, I, I root for people like I do. I, I, I want to see long streaks come to an end uh, or long streaks of futility come to an end. And I was rooting for them, but it will just make when eventually they do win it that much more sweeter. If anyone sees Mitch Marner, uh, let him know we're looking for him. He's been <laughs> missing all playoffs. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Go, Abs, go.